Have you ever wondered what it's like to be a real-life medium? Then this is the podcast for you. In this show, you'll learn how to open your heart to spirit, hear adventures I've experienced as an award-winning psychic medium and teacher, plus I'm going to give you some psychic information and insight into what the future holds for our increasingly crazy world. Tune in every Friday and get ready to connect to the other side. I'm Jen, and I'll be your guide starting right now. Awesome. Okay, so this is something I don't think I've done before. Not that I haven't gone live on Instagram before, but I have. don't think I've taught a class on Instagram. Could have, don't remember, but... Um, this is what we're going to do tonight. As promised, I did say I was going to teach a class this week sometime, um, but I didn't want to like lock myself in. I wanted to make sure I had a good nap first, which is important to mediumship. <laughs> Sleep and napping is important. Um, so I'm really excited to be here teaching you this class tonight, and uh, it hopefully won't be too long. I mean, uh, you guys can pop in, pop out, however you want to. You don't need to worry um, because it's going to be recorded and you'll get to watch the replay as well. So if you need to hop off, it's no big deal. That being said, if you were in one of my actual classes, uh, that's not the greatest idea. Um, We do have tea time in between the classes though, so you do get a break in between in your two-hour class. So uh, as you guys know, before I start, I do have um, mediumship classes starting next week and I'm going to be very transparent and tell you that I don't need to promote it, if that makes sense. Uh, mediumship 2 is got some space. Mediumship 1 kind of is has quite a few students, so I'm very happy um, with the numbers in Mediumship 1, so I'm not doing this so that you guys will sign up for my classes, just so you know, because I know some people, that's their goal. That's not my goal here tonight. Um, my goal is actually to just give you some information show you how I teach, my teaching style. My teaching style is like basically my personality. So, <laughs> um, and you'll see like this has uh, been coined the, per- the the uniform. So you guys know I also have hoodies and some of my students have decided to purchase their own hoodie, Elevate Her Soul, and they get points, not really points, they get points when they show up in class and they've got their uniform on. So that's kind of a fun part of the class as well too. Um, so we're gonna, I'm gonna give you what I normally do in a class. I will give you a breakdown of what, the class is going to look like so usually it's two hours and I'll give you a breakdown of sort of what we're what the plan is however I am not a teacher who plans my classes like plans plans or like sticks to the plan so I have like an intention or an idea of what I want to teach but um, if you've been in my classes before you know that I really need to like uh, allow spirit to sort of lead the class and because I want it to be I want it to be directed in not a way that is from my ego or my plan because I feel like if we allow spirit energy and the universe and whatever you want to call it, source to help guide the class, you're going to get whatever's for your highest good. So we'll just leave it at that. That's kind of how I teach. And I also wave my hands around a lot, (laughs) as you can see. uh. Okay, so we normally start a class with a meditation, especially mediumship. If you're studying mediumship, it's really, really important. I'll get to that in a minute. That you have, that you have to, you must meditate. It's not really a way around it. Some people go, uh, meditation," and they get like freaked out about that word. You can meditate. There, there's always you'll figure it out, and I will help you do that. But we're gonna do a little bit of meditation here um, in a minute. Then I sort of give everyone the breakdown of what we're gonna do in the class. So we're gonna do a meditation. We're going to. 
I'm going to give you sort of a recipe or things that you need in order to be a medium. So even if you don't want to become a medium, you don't have to take a mediumship class because the only reason is to become a medium. You can take a class for any kind of reason. It can be you want to connect to your own loved ones. You want to um, know yourself on a soul level. You're pulled and you don't know why to mediumship and you're curious. Like there's many, many reasons why you would take a mediumship class. Um, so I'll tell you what you kind of need for a class. Like personally for me, like I tell stories, but like for me, the reason I took a mediumship class, as you've heard the story many, many times, is because I went to a mediumship group event and I was so inspired by what the medium was doing and how she was making people feel that I was so inspired and in spirit in that moment because the room was full of spirit, obviously. And me being a witness to the miracle of a family receiving the evidence, the not even the evidence, it wasn't even the evidence that we think we had to be really, really good at accurate. If you ever had a medium reading done, you probably had a medium that maybe wasn't as accurate as another medium, right? So it's not really looking for the accuracy, although that is part of what you are trained to, to do. The major part of it is how you make someone feel at the end. So someone messaged me and said, how can I, how will I feel after I take this class from you? And I was like, oh, I never really got that before. So I'm like, I don't know. How do you want to feel? You know, so you're going to, you're going to feel at the end of the class, like number one, you accomplished something. Number two, you're going to feel very different than how you feel at the beginning, because when you work with spirit, you unbecome or you undo a lot of your beliefs that you've had, you start to trust more, you believe more in what you're doing and your abilities, you have more confidence. So you actually feel all of these extra things that maybe you didn't feel before because they were uncovered with a bunch of crap that you believe, okay? So um, anyways, I just got on a tangent. Uh, we're gonna do that. And then I'm going to do two exercises. One is in the meditation, we're gonna do one exercise because in mediumship, you learn by doing. So if you have a journal, this is a good time to open your journal, okay? And write down at the top, I learn by doing. So in anything, right? Like if you got a new job, if you never worked machinery before, and you're like, oh my God, I can't do that. But someone shows you how to do it and it looks complicated and then you do it yourself and now you're a pro at it. Now you can work the machine and then you train someone else. You know what I mean? So never think that you cannot do it. All right. Um, obviously I cannot teach you everything in this class, this live class. I can't even, I can't even teach you everything in an eight week class. I can't teach you everything about mediumship in a one year class. So I have eight week class and then I have one year class, right? I have private mentoring about, I can't teach you everything in this time frame. So it's really hard and important to understand that, that this is a lifelong journey. So if you are going to get into this, it's a lifetime. And the sad part is I've noticed is that some students will come and be so good. They'll be like natural. And then they get freaked out because they're so good and had no idea that they could do this so well that they run the other way. Okay. So that's, I call that soul sabotage. So it happens. It's fine, but it's such like a, to me, it's like a tragedy. Um, because I have such, especially the last class that came out of mediumship one in the winter, no, in the fall, and I have some of them watching here, unbelievably talented mediums, and two of them are not coming back. And I'm just like crying in my shirt because I, I'm just like, they're so talented. 
Um, never had a class like that before. So you will surprise yourself. You'll be like, oh my God, I didn't know I was, I could do this and be good at it, right? Um, and then we're going to do another exercise. You were. And then we're going to do another exercise at the end. Um, and I'll explain that in a little bit. So let's get started, okay? So before I get into the meditation, I want you to get your journals out and I want you to understand what you need in order to be a medium. A lot of this is based on my experiences and that's how spirit works. Spirit works through your experiences, your memories, you better write this down, your personality, your beliefs, your knowledge of things, Okay, so if you're really smart at math or like, I don't know how that would work, but if you're really smart at math or you're just a really intelligent person and use big words, when you connect with spirit on the other side, they will use big words that you understand. So I'm the opposite of that. So because I am a very, I'm, I'm, two things I'm really good at is retaining song lyrics, okay, it's from like the 60s to today. I can retain song lyrics like a sponge. I don't know why. So I'm good at that. Can't find my keys, but I can retain song lyrics. <laughs> so spirit uses, they know I'm good at that. For some, it's a weird talent. It's probably because my dad listened to all this music his whole life and I heard it growing up and now it's inside of me. It's my in my subconscious. Spirit uses your subconscious. Okay. Um, if you're, what's another example? Um, I can't think of another. I can't think of one right now. But they're going to use your essence. They're going to use who you are, what you know, what you love. Okay, so it's really important that you know that. It's not like it's going to seem like it's random. It's not random. Okay. Um, so just so you know, I'm not letting anyone. It's not readings. I'm teaching a class right now. Okay. No readings. It's a class. Um, so let's let's go. Okay. So what you need? Here's what you need. Okay. So. Write this down. It's kind of like a recipe for mediumship. And I'm sure I'm forgetting something, but this is what I came up with before. So you do need an imagination. Okay, now, why would you need an imagination? Because spirit uses your imagination. Okay, so we all, we all, every single one of you, everyone on the planet has an imagination. Okay. You need a really good imagination, but it's not like, well, I have a terrible imagination, so now I can't be a medium. No, your imagination will grow and expand as you work with spirit. You need a really good imagination because that is where the visuals or the impressions come in. They come in here like a movie screen. So picture this part of your forehead and your third eye like this much space here as a movie screen. And on the inside of the movie screen, on your inside, there's a movie screen and that's where the impressions come and they hit the screen like a movie uh, or a TV show and they come at you like that. Okay. So imagination would be like, I see a balloon in this blue. So when I have a visual from spirit that there is a blue balloon, I know that that means on uh, my movie screen, I know that that means it's someone's birthday in the family coming up and they would like to say happy birthday to a boy because it's a blue balloon. Okay. Uh, I'll get into dictionaries another time, but imagination, you need commitment. Commitment is a big deal. So you can't sign up for an eight week class and then buck out halfway through because it's like you're signing a contract with the spirit world, sort of like 
I'm ready to do this. Um, I'm ready to help. I'm ready to help someone. I'm ready to plug in. I, going back to that uh, group reading, I was so inspired after that that I signed up for a class. So you're in spirit. When you're inspired, you're in spirit, right? Sometimes people need a little nudge. Like, oh, I need a sign. I need a sign. That's fine. But you already know the answer. What's going to happen is you're like, your mind is going to tell you why you shouldn't learn mediumship. Your mind is not your friend all the time, okay? Your mind is not always your friend. Um, so commitment, so you have to be committed to it. You've got to be passionate about it. You have to have a passion for it. And you might not know you have a passion for it until you get in there. You might be like, oh, I was going to sign up for a mediumship class and see what happens, which is fine, a good enough reason. But you get in there and you'll be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then you get so excited at what you're doing and you, you see that you're helping people and you're helping yourself grow as a person, as a human being, and you get excited for it and the passion comes that way, okay? Number four, you need a desire to learn and connect. So what I mean by that is, you gotta wanna take a class from the first place. It's like a pull. It's like a magnetic pull from your soul that's like, I really wanna do this. I don't know how it's gonna turn out. There's the trust and the faith, which is number six or seven. I don't know how it's gonna turn out, but I'm just gonna trust that this is where I'm supposed to be, right? And people take years to before they're like, okay, I'm finally ready. You were ready a long time ago. Your mind is not your friend sometimes, okay? So you want to have the desire to learn. So I want to take classes. I want to learn about mediumship. I want to learn these things. And then you want a, a desire to connect to the other side. So you'll be pulled to like books on like when my kids were little and I didn't know I had any of this skill ability at all. I had no idea. I was completely asleep. I started being interested in like, what's that weird psychic? Sylvia Brown. All of a sudden I woke up one day and I'm like, I need to go to the library and get a Sylvia Brown book. And that was like, what? Huh? Like I was just a mom and whatever. Um, but it was a pull. I needed to, I felt this force was pushing me to go to the library and read Sylvia Brown books. So I don't know why. I just woke up one day and that's what happened. So it, it starts organically. And you want to connect with the other side so that you can connect with your own love and the spirit. You want to connect with... Um, spirit world you want to see what it's like you want to see you know how unconditional love really feels that's another reason you also need part of your recipe you need patience and of course i'm hearing guns and roses all i need is just a little patient yeah you'll see me singing too um you need patience because us little humans like to to be really good at something right away and uh, something we've never done before. I know we get frustrated because we're like, oh, well, that's not working fast enough. I didn't get that really quick, so I don't like it anymore. Patience is key. Patience. You need, you must have patience. It won't work if you like want to. So I describe it as when you take your first mediumship class, you're in junior kindergarten because I, Spirit uses that analogy for me because I used to be a teacher, right? I used to work in the school system and the private school system. So um, it's like you go from junior kindergarten to grade eight. Okay. That's how long it takes and even longer to become a very, uh, what's the word? I want to say good medium, but that's not the word. Um, to be very developed 
in your abilities, it takes a long time. So when you start, you're in junior kindergarten. And what happens with a lot of my students that I've seen is like, I'm in junior kindergarten, I'm four years old, but I want to be in grade eight. What happens if you put a junior kindergarten kid in grade eight? They'll fail and they'll have a really hard time because the big kids will beat them up. Okay, so you don't want to rush this, so you have to have patience. This will all come up when you start taking a class. This I won't have to teach you any of this. This will just happen to you organically. Meditation is the next thing that you need. You need meditation. You need meditation in your life. If you are the kind of person who is always doing something or thinking so much in your mind all the time, overthinking, 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 you're going to have a very hard time. It's not to say that you cannot do the class. It's just to say you're going to have a hard time because you have to also untrain yourself, untrain your brain. You literally have to untrain your brain to be like, I can meditate. And it will happen with persistence, commitment, patience, and a desire to do this. Okay? The last thing you need is trust. You can come if you don't trust anyone. I don't care. You don't trust me. You don't trust anyone else. That's fine. But what is going to happen when you take mediumship classes, you're going to learn to trust. So I've been doing this, what, seven years? I 95% trust the universe with my life. Like there's something my brain gets in the way, you know, still. I trust spirit. I trust the things that I get. So spirit says... Um, hey Brit, you're gonna get a new dog, and Brit's like, No, I'm not. Or like I thought that's like I guess it's a bad example. Hey Brit, there's a there's an old lady here, an older lady in spirit, she wore a lipstick, she carried a purse, and she had cancer and she wore floral pants. And she's like, No, that's wrong. And I'm like, Hmm. So it could be for someone else because I know with trust a hundred percent that spirit would not lie to me. That's another thing. Spirit will never, ever, ever, there you go. Um, spirit will never, ever, ever, ever lie to you. Spirit cannot lie to you. So if you have like a grandpa who's passed over and he comes to me, he can't make shit up. He can't say to me, um, I don't know, he can't make things up. He cannot because it's like literally divine love, unconditional love. And it's you, you can't do that. There's no ego. There's no judgment. There's no negative there's nothing in the spirit world right um so they can't lie to you so whatever you get is true you just might misinterpret it a little bit because you are also learning an entire new language so i didn't put that in my notes but you also are going to learn a whole new language so what i mean by that is like you speak english now yes you all speak english you need to learn spanish so I'm not saying that spirit speaks Spanish to you, but it's a whole other way of communication. So it's not like having a conversation with me and you, or you and your spouse, or you and your friend. It's not like that at all. It's a whole other way of communicating. So do you see why it takes years and years and years and years? You know, I can't teach you everything. I, I couldn't even teach you everything in like 20 years because there's so much to go on. But we can start at the very beginning. Um, okay. Another, here's a myth. You don't need to have the gift. You don't need, a lot of people think they have to be born with the gift. That's crap. Um, you do not have to be born with this gift and a lot of people are not. A lot of people are not born with this gift. Some are, are but more are not born. Some are born, but a lot are not. I learned how to do this. 
I learned how. You can learn how. Um, and everyone is intuitive. Every single one of you is intuitive. Okay? All right. So that's enough of that. That's what you need. That's what you need to, to be a medium. Okay? Um, let's do meditation. So the meditation requires, obviously, a quiet space. So if you can't have a quiet space, do your best. Or you're welcome to... Um, do this later and watch the replay when you do have a quiet space, okay? So what I'm going to do is I'm not going to play any music. There's no tinkling. There's no drumming, nothing. So it might be a little bit, but you're going to follow my voice. You're going to follow the sound of my voice, okay? Follow the sound of my voice, and you're just going to do what I tell you. I always say to people, my students, if you just did what I tell you, you'd be fine. <laughs> just do what I tell you, okay? So... Even if you're like, oh, my mind talks all the time. This is a great way to get out of that because you need to listen to me. And I'm going to tell you what to do. So you just do what I tell you. Now, what I mean by that is I'm going to give you some visualization things to do. And what we're going to do is hopefully connect with one of our own loved ones in spirit here. So it could be emotional. Here's what might happen. Okay, here's what might happen. You might maybe connect with someone who's passed over that you know. And... It's going to feel weird. Um, you're going to think you imagined the whole thing. But just stay with it. You're imagining things. So you need your imagination, okay, to do this. You might get emotional. You might get nothing. You might be like, oh, I can't do this and buck out of here. What is for the highest good for everyone involved is what's going to happen tonight, okay? So what you need to do is you, do, you can sit down straight up. You can lie down on your couch. You can just sit in your little chair and close your eyes. No big deal. Meditation does not require a lot of effort. Okay? You think it's hard? It's not. All right. So take your, I want you to close your eyes if you're able to. And you're going to listen to the sound of my voice. It might be a little bit annoying, but I want you to push through. And I want you to take three deep breaths in through your nose and out. So we're going to do a yoga breath. So in through your nose, slowly and out through your nose. Ready? Three times. For the count of five each. Two more times. And one more. Now I want you to go and put all of your attention into your mind's eye, into your forehead area. You don't need to look for any third eyes. I want you to start to imagine yourself at the base of a forest, you've heard this before. Imagine yourself at the base of a forest. And I want you just to look around at your feet. Just look around, take a moment to observe and look around. Don't force anything, just allow things to come. And once you can find your feet on the ground, I want you to start walking slowly through the forest and notice any sounds that you hear, anything that you see, just allow it to come into your imagination, relaxing as you do so. You're going to walk a little bit farther into the forest. And you're going to come across this door that is strangely placed in front of you. And for some reason, you're curious about this door. And you notice that behind this door is a really glowing, glowing white light, or maybe it's a violet light coming through the sides of it. I want you to observe the door, 
You don't have to give it any detail. Just allow the door to be what it is. And I want you to reach out with your hand and you're going to open the door. And when you open the door, you see this beautiful bright white light. And in front of you, you can make out barely because the light is so bright. A staircase that's going up, not down, it's going up. And see what the staircase looks like before you take your first step. I want you to start, when you're ready, take a deep breath. You're going to start climbing a little bit, slowly at first, noticing the stairs and the sound it makes with your feet on the stairs. Might be marble, might be wood. Don't give it too much thought. Just notice. I want you to walk a little bit higher, maybe 10 or 12 more stairs. And as you walk, you notice that there is some clouds around you. There's beautiful white light still. You feel very calm and safe. You might have a guide with you or an angel, whatever you work with. And then you come to another door. This door is a little bit different, but you're excited to open it. And I want you to slowly open it. And I want you to see and meet someone that perhaps you have lost in the past and open the door and you will see who is behind the door. I'm going to give you a few moments to stay here. Maybe they have something they want to say to you. Maybe no one's there and that's okay too. But maybe you do see someone that you know and you're so happy. Notice the emotion that you feel. If you want to give them a hug, you can. Maybe there's a dog greeting you there with them. Just trust everything that you see or feel or hear. Maybe you smell someone's perfume or you smell smoke. All right, and I want you to say thank you to this person because it's just a brief visit right now. And as you walk away, you smile and they smile back at you and you back walk through the door down, close the door behind you. Make sure you close the door. And you walk back down the stairs slowly, feeling happy. And glad you're able to connect. And you walk back down the stairs and you go back through the other door that was the original first door at the edge of the forest. I want you to start walking back through the forest. And all the way out. And take a deep breath in. Slowly, slowly, I want you to come back to the room and slowly open your eyes. Now, if this is a good time for anyone in the comments to share their experience. Um, I would love to hear if anyone was able to connect with somebody. And this is normally like part, obviously part of the Zoom classes. You'll be able to have more conversations with me and ask me questions. Um, so if anyone wants to let me know what happened when they just did that meditation and then we will go from there. It's really important in class too that you share because you might think that you're going crazy. Uh, you might think that you made this whole thing up. You might feel a little bit worried. You might feel scared. You might feel emotional. You don't know what to do. So it's really very helpful that you share, um, what happened. Usually I make everybody tell me. 
So you met your dog Tink and my brother-in-law Wayne. Oh, I love it. That's so that's amazing. Uh, my man, my grandpa, our cat, and our dog. Wow, that's a lot of people you had a reunion with. That's so great, Michelle. Your cousin that passed recently, your grandparents, and their dog. Wow. My stepdad, it was a black marble door. He was there on the other side. Just I love you. Oh my God, that's amazing. That's so great. You guys, it's making me so happy that you guys were able to do that. I thought it was your brother, but then it was my uncle smelled wood. He worked in lumber. Oh, wow. So you got, um, they got the smelling. That's really, I knew someone was getting smelly. Not getting smelly, but smelling something. Uh, my stepdad, Bill, Dog, Tanner, and Sadie. Wow, your grandpa and dad. <gasps> wow. Yes, okay, Ash, I knew you were talking about Bill. <laughs> Anybody else want to share? This is so great. Yeah, so I bet you didn't know, too, that when you become a medium, you also connect with your own loved ones in spirit. So the greatest part about mediumship is that your loved ones in spirit, those people that you just met, in this meditation through the door are going to help you the entire time you're studying. They are going to help you. They, they're part of your team. There'll be references for you. They're, they'll do, like my grandparents, my grandparents are like the best who have passed over. They help me so much and they help my students. Amazing. Okay, so thank you so much. If anyone else else put their, put their experience in the comments, yeah, cigarette smoke. I knew somebody was going to smell smoke. I knew. That's why I said that. Um, yeah, so that's Claire, Claire, uh, I always get them mixed up. Claire Gustins and Claire Alliance. One is you taste something and one is you smell something. So that's, that's actually a, a spiritual ability that you have. If you can smell smoke and there's no smoke there. Yes. That's great. Granddad was my first spirit. Amazing. Noxzema. Oh my God. I totally forgot about Noxzema. Are you kidding? That's amazing. Yeah. I forgot about Noxzema. I used to use that. <laughs> Is that like a grandma smell, Lisa? That's so cool. Um, okay. So that's, that's great. So, so just so you know, you guys can do that anytime. You don't have to take a class to do that, but now that you know, you can do it. So anytime you want to come back to this meditation, you can completely do that and connect with your loved one in spirit again they're always with you like they're like their essence is with you you know so like yeah hi i did not forget you you keep changing your name you're welcome okay so i also advise you to after that meditation to write it down okay so what you're doing is you're starting your media you're welcome you're starting your mediumship journey already even if you don't take a class okay so start your, starting your journey is connecting with your own loved ones of spirit. So write everything down. I want you to write everything that happened to you in that meditation so that you can go back and look at it maybe like six months from now and go, oh my God, remember when I did that meditation with Jen in her free class and like I got to connect with my grandpa and my dad, like my dog, like, and then you remind yourself that you can always do this. You can always do this. You don't need me. You don't need me. Okay. Um, if you want to hang out with me, great. But if you don't, you don't actually need me. Okay. So you can do this on your own anytime. Okay. So that's part one. So there's actually more if you want to stay around. If you want to stick around, um, there's one more thing I'm going to teach you. Again, I can't teach you everything in one class. So we're just going to do this one more thing. So there's something called, like I just told you, when you smell something that's there but it's not there, that's an ability. Claire Gustin's, I think. Claire Alliance. I can't remember which one. I should know. I'm the teacher. Uh, and I wrote a book on it. So <laughs> I always get this one mixed up. But. Remember we talked about communication? So what you just did is that you communicated with spirit. Now, how did that, how did that look like? When, you, when someone said, 
my dad just said, I love you. How do you know he said, I love you? Did you feel like he said, I love you? Did you hear in your mind, I love you? Did he mouth it, I love you? Was it a feeling, right? So, so you need to pay attention to how your dad said, I loved you. Okay, so that's how you're starting to learn how you're gonna communicate, how spirit communicates with you. When you plug in, so meditation is the plug, is the one end of the plug. Spirit world has the other end of the plug, pink, and you plug it in. So when you prepare, this is what you do when you prepare for a reading. You do a little meditation, you get breathing so that you're out of your, yeah. So yeah, so that's what you need to figure out, Lisa. Um, right, so you're plugged in. So you're all plugged in, right? That's why I said, you did notice that I said you need to close the door. Did you hear me say you need to close the door? Make sure you close the door. There's an important reason for that because also part of this work is you have to shut it down after or you're going to be up all night talking to dead people. So make sure you close that door, okay? Even if it was your own loved ones in spirit, you got to close the door. You open the door and then you close the door always. Always, always, always. And I'm not insinuating that something bad's going to happen to you at all. You just connected with your own loved one in spirit. It's cool. You can never open the spirit world door and get a demon or an entity. It doesn't work that way. It's only unconditional love. It's divine love. They don't exist there. So you never need to worry about that. A lot of people are scared to do mediumship because they think it's scary. Was that scary? No. I don't think that was scary. Um, it's just love. It's all love. Okay? So um, you have to learn how to communicate. So pay attention to that. How did I get that? How did I see it? Did I see it? Did I just know? Right? This is how you're communicating with spirit. Okay? Um, we're going to do a clairvoyant activity. So clairvoyance, now not all of you are going to be clairvoyant. You all are. You have that imagination. Imagination equals clairvoyance. Write that down. Clairvoyance equals imagination. That's why you think you're making it up sometimes because it's in your imagination. So spirit uses imagination space to give you the impressions or the visions or the whatever. Okay. That movie screen is your imagination. So that's called clairvoyance. Now, I have people in spirit school who are say, claiming or in private lessons who claim that they're not clairvoyant. Okay, you're all clairvoyant because you have imagination. But you might think that you're something else. So you might think that you're clairsentient when actually you're clairvoyant. And the only way for you to do that to, under, to, to know for sure is have an assessment with me or someone else or like do a reading for someone and pay attention to how you got the information, okay? But we're gonna do clairvoyant. So here's a little bit confusing energy. Just stay with me. In order to connect, you saw that you did a meditation, yes? Do you know what it feels like than, than right now? It's a very different feeling than you being present right now for this class and writing shit down, right? When you're in meditation, you're out of your mind. Well, you're in your mind, but you're out of your mind. So you're out of your thoughts. You're still having thoughts, but they're not like, I got to do the laundry. I need to go to the vet. You're not doing your list in your head, right? You're just following my voice, which is helpful to direct, um, direct your mind, your meditation so that you're not thinking about other things. So listening to my voice is very helpful to channel that energy, that direction into a purpose. I'm giving you something to do. Sometimes when you do meditation, you, you hear the voices talking to you in the meditation and you're like, I got to do the laundry. Oh yeah, I'm supposed to be meditating. Okay. So what we're going to do is a visualization, another activity where you're going to practice controlling 
controlling the visions. You have to control the visions in order to allow them. Now I know it's confusing. You got to learn how to control your mind in order to let go of it. Because if you don't have an awareness that your mind is, you think your mind is in control, we got a problem. So the first thing I need to teach you is that you are not your mind. Your mind is something that talks to you and tells you that you shouldn't take Jen's class. Okay? That's your mind. You are not your mind. You are not the voice in your head. You can tell the voice what to say. You can tell the voice, I don't like that thought and I'm going to change it. Okay? So we're going to practice strengthening your clairvoyance, the movie screen, the imagination. And I'm going to show you that you can tell your mind what to think. And then as you're telling your mind what to think, you're letting go. I don't know. I sound super crazy. I know. I know it's very confusing and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? But if you've taken classes with me or mentorship, then you understand what I'm saying. You, 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 you got to go to la la land in order to talk to spirit, but I don't want to confuse you anymore. So I'm just want you to see. So I'm going to take you, we're going to do, it's not really a meditation. You're going to just close your eyes. And you're just going to sit there with your eyes closed and you're going to tell your mind to do what Jen says. That's it. So we're going to, I'm going to tell you to visualize something specific and I want you to pay attention to what it looks like. Okay. It's really important to notice and observe what you're seeing in your mind's eye. That's all you need to do. And I'll tell you what to do. I will tell you what to do. Normally I'm not this bossy, I promise. <laughs> Normally I'm not this bossy. Um, okay. So just, just go with it. You have to like trust. This is part of the trust. Like you always want to know why. Jen, why are we doing this? I don't understand what you're saying. I don't know what you're telling me. But if you do it, you're going to understand, hopefully. Okay? So close your eyes. It's not a meditation. Just close your eyes. Now listen to my voice and put yourself again in front of that movie screen. I always like to visualize myself in a movie theater. So I go and sit in the movie theater in my imagination. And I look at the blank screen and I'm waiting for the movie. That's the best way to do this. Whatever works for you though, okay? So close your eyes and look at the white screen, okay? Now, I want you to visualize. The first thing you're going to visualize is your name. So put your name and watch it appear on the white screen. Might be a quick flash. So what I want you to do is tell your mind to hold your name, hold the visual of my name on the screen for five seconds. Ready? And you count. Five four, three, two, one. Stop and open your eyes. Now tell me in the comments, what did your name look like? Now what I mean by that, was it printed? Was it typed? Was it cursive? Was it black? Was it purple? Was it bubble letters? Pay attention to that. And I want you to write in your notebook what your name looked like. And I want you to tell me in the comments and I will wait for you. Handwritten, perfect. Calligraphy, ooh, golden cursive, I love it. So pay attention to that, okay? Now my other question is, were you able to hold it letter by letter in handwriting? Black, tight black, love it. Typed in purple. <laughs> Good job, you guys noticed. Now, the way it appeared to you, so look at your answer, 
the way it appeared to you, yep, is telling you something about your personality. Yep. Wow, very specific. Wow, good job. Look at you guys. Okay. So the way, yeah, okay. The way it was written is telling you something about yourself. What you like. You like maybe things neat and tidy. Couldn't hold it. It was swirling. That's okay. That's fine. This is like the very first time you've ever tried this, so I don't expect you to hold it. Um, okay. White on a black screen. Oh, you have a black screen. Of course you do things backwards. <laughs> of course Anne does things backwards. <laughs> right? But like it's showing you. It's kind of funny because it's showing you kind of a little bit about your personality. Okay. So now we're going to do another one. All right. So close your eyes again. Close your eyes. Okay. Um, and I'm going to talk you through another one. So close your eyes and here comes the next. Follow my voice and I'm going to give you direction. I want you to put the number five on the screen. And I want you to hold it for five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Open your eyes. Now tell me in the comments, what did the number five look like? So for me, I always see it as a balloon. Cause I guess I like to party. I don't know. It's my personality. Usually the way you see the vision is going to be your personality. I don't know why. That's just how it works. So let me know what your number five looked like. And also if you were able to hold it for five seconds. Silver foil balloon. Yeah, same as me. Always a balloon. It's always a balloon. So what does that tell you about yourself, Sherry? Right? By the way, Sherry, we're going to do this in mediumship one. <laughs> so you'll be doing this again, okay? <clears throat> Anybody else, tell me about your number five. What did it look like? Your head was moving while writing number five bubbles. Amazing. Like a fridge magnet. Oh my God, that's great. A bubble number. Yep. A fridge magnet. I love that. Tally of five straight lines. Wow, Tracy. Large yellow on a white screen. I saw a hand. Oh my God, you guys are amazing. Same lettering as your name. Gold handwriting held for five seconds. Awesome. So, so Michelle, what does that tell you about yourself? Do you like do you like things to be um, aesthetic, right? I love Jade said her hand. A number five. No lips, Darla. No one mouth number five to you. (laughs) A backwards five. Oh my God. That's a, that's awesome. I love the fridge magnet though. Who said that? Whoever said the fridge magnet, pay attention to that. Do you have kids? Are you a teacher? Yeah. So that's why, um, maybe you have a lot of kids and that's why you saw number five as a, a fridge magnet. That is awesome. And I'm glad you're able to hold it for five. Not this time. Perfect. Oh, that's great. We made a breakthrough today, Darla. Uh, okay. So we're gonna do one more, one more visualization. Okay. This time you're going to hold it for 10 seconds and this is going to have more detail to it. So you real and what the longer you hold it, what might happen is it's going to change. The vision is going to change and morph. And I want you just to allow the vision to change and morph and just allow it. Don't try to make it be what you want because that's what's going to happen. You're going to try to make it look like how you think it should. That will mess you up every time. So this is training your mind to hold it, tell your mind what to do and not control it, okay? But if you control it, it's fine, happens every time. Okay, so close your eyes, here's our last exercise for the night. Close your eyes, 
And I want you to imagine in your mind's eye a birthday cake. And I'm going to count down from 10 and hold it for 10. Look at every detail on the cake. 10, 9, hold it, 8, 7, keep it there, 6, 5, 4, hold it, is it changing, 3, 2, do you smell anything, 1, open your eyes, okay, so tell me about your birthday cake, so last time I did this a couple days ago, it was a white cake with nothing on it, so I interpreted that as being like a fresh start. So I could do anything I want. I could start fresh. I can start over a blank page. You know, my cake doesn't always look like white frosting, but that day it did. Okay. So did you have any candles on it? What was the frosting? Was there frosting on it? What kind of cake was it? So let me hear any comments. And if you were able to hold it for 10. White with pink trim and gold candles. See a theme here with Michelle. <laughs> Michelle's very aesthetic. <laughs> okay. Did you guys hold it? Let me see. What did you get? Dirty iced chocolate. And then a headache came in like my eyes were crossed. Oh my. Oh my God. I seen that white playing with flowers all white. You wanted chocolate, but it was smooth white with strawberries on chocolate. Oh, look at that. White cake with pink rosettes. Beautiful. I love that you wanted chocolate. You're like, oh man, you probably get mad that it wasn't chocolate, right? <laughs> Anybody else want to share their cake, what their cake looked like? Held it. Nice. 10 seconds is a long time when you're in your mind. White cake, blue writing, blue candles, and the end it was just a giant blue candle, no cake. What does that mean? Oh my goodness. What does that mean? Giant blue candle. So, so like, here's also the thing. I can't tell you what it means. People are like, what does that mean, Jen? What does that mean, Jen? I can't tell you. You have to get it on your own, your own knowing. Four candles, chocolate with red cake, smelt the buttercream icing, nice. White cake with flowers on the sides and gold candles, like funfetti cake, smell like vanilla, nice. Well, you have kids, right, Ash? So that spirit is using what you know. You have kids, so you're going to have a funfetti cake. Naked cake, rustic, lots of fruit. <laughs> I've never heard of a naked cake before. <laughs> awesome. Okay, you guys did it. You guys did great. So like, again, write that in your journal because you're building your dictionary. Write your answers that you got with the cake and what, write down what Avery told me and if you were able to hold it for 10 seconds. So this is just the beginning of your training of mediumship and controlling your mind and knowing that you were able to form things in your mind's eye that you do have control of. You can tell your mind what to think, but then you can also let go of it because Sherry's like, I wanted chocolate but then she didn't make it be chocolate she just allowed it she decided to let go and allow the vision to come to her right that's really important that we learn that right so the difference between that exercise and taking the class when you see this this cake the five in your name is that spirit a spirit contact which is someone who has crossed over who comes to meet you who you connect with carefully they're going to give you the vision they're going to give you the impression. They're going to show you the balloon. They're going to show you glasses. They're going to show you a teapot. They're going to give you the impression in the same spot that you just used now for those three things that you visualized. And what they're going to do is use your style. So an example for Michelle, they're going to probably very be very aesthetic in the way that they show her things 
or give her the impressions in that movie screen. Okay? Isn't that cool? So I think that's cool. So I think we're going to stop there. I had a feeling that um, I want to do a series of classes on here. And so but I'm very like, I got to be in spirit to do it. You know what I mean? That's why I didn't commit to what time I was going to do this class. I want to be in spirit and make sure I have a good nap. So mediumship will also make you tired. So you might feel a little bit tired after this live class. Okay. So honor your body. Drink lots of water. You've got to drink lots of water because when you, once you start to connect with other spirits, you're like a battery and when you plug in, right? So you're plugged in and it's like, so like they use you as a battery. So that's why I nap every day, right? I nap and I go to bed at nine because the work that I do every day, day in and day out, they use my battery, right? And then not to mention, then you go out to the grocery store and other people are taking your battery, right? So it's really important that you rest and that you drink a lot of water, okay? And you honor, you honor how your body's feeling. You might feel a little bit sore too because you're just not used to it. But when you get used to it, you'll be good. So that being said, if you would like to take a class with me, they start next week. If you go into the bio and you go down, it says win, uh, winter medium two, winter medium one. Uh, I recommend obviously taking mediumship one unless you have taken a previous class with anyone before and you feel like you're ready for two. Mediumship one has a lot of people in it. Medium two, lots of room. But that being said, please only only do this if you have this recipe here that you think you can work on your imagination, that you are think you can commit, that you have passion for it. Like this was very exciting for you. That's an indication. You have a desire to learn and connect. You can work on your patience. You can meditate. You can have time to meditate and you're going to learn how to trust. You're going to trust me with your life. Just kidding, not with your life, okay? Um, but you're going to trust yourself and that's way more important than trusting me. All right. Aw, thanks, Darla. Yes, Sherry. Thank you, Darla. I appreciate that. Um, Sherry, I will see you on Tuesday. Oh my God, starts already. So you, you can't dilly-dally. You can't dilly-dally with this decision. You just got to, bam, done. Thanks, Alexis. It's like a hell yes go now don't wait till tomorrow go now okay i hope you guys had so much fun and maybe we'll do this again and i'll see you guys all next time bye